for the revival. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. y'all know what this is. Peace and blessings. It is your boy Eli Rex, aka Vibes, and welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm here with my brothers, man. You guys know who they are. And that's Mr. Glass, half full of nets. Speed, if you nasty, now. let's go. Let's go. <laughs> there, boys. Let's go. And over here with my brother you're right. <laughs> nice, man. I like that. And I'm hey. here with my brother, Ayo Hefe, a.k.a. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. Damn It Daniel. And shout out to you. Yes, you, the revivalist. Subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. Share and subscribe, man. And of course, leave a comments, man. We'll get to them. And Super Chats is always open, guys. You get what I'm saying? Cheers, but guys. we had to talk about a little bit of everything. But first, Let's go around the room, man. How was your week, El Hefe? What's going on? You look like you 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 got this clean shaven, man. Look like you ready to go out, man. What's going on, brother? <laughs> I don't know what happened with like haircuts. I used to just get a haircut like once every like four to six weeks, and and yeah. over the last year, I've just become like a two to three week guy where yeah, I, just, I need a haircut so all the time. Um, so tonight I got a haircut so I could be like Spiro, and I wore red so I could be like Eli. Neither of which I yeah. knew. Before the show tonight, <laughs> zero. Uh, we're just, zero we're vibing. We're just vibing. vibing. Um, but weekend was good because there that was a stress-free Sunday. You know, just uh. just a little fantasy football. I watched a ton of football. It was such a rainy weekend. Um, taking care of my daughter. The poor girl had pink eye. You know, so oh, geez, the worst. like this all weekend. Uh, but I took <laughs> care of her. It's all right, and uh, she's good now. And it was stress-free. I actually enjoyed it a lot. And I can't wait to talk about the NFL games from this weekend. I know we're going to get into that. But, Speed, how about you, big dog? Yeah, no. My weekend was just stacked full of birthday parties, kids' birthday parties. It was so much fun. Dude, I love kids' birthday parties. Nothing more. Really? Nothing more. <laughs> you know, just, just got to love just sitting there chasing the kids around. Like, really? <laughs> because my first thought was, you know, we did like, what was he thinking when a dude was like dressed up in a puppet outfit oh, at a kid's yes. party and he walks up yes. to the mom like, doo, 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 yes. and she like smacks him or something. That's That was my first thought. That's was like, I love yeah. kids' birthday parties. Your mind is in the gutter here. Okay? No, it, it always is. In the gutter all always. the time, bro. Always. That's a good thing. Uh, That's no, a good I was, thing. If you didn't catch my vibes there, I absolutely, you know, chasing around two kids a, a birthday party for hours on end is just it's nightmare stuff it's nightmare stuff people but listen we got through it you, you, like you said rainy sunday got to sit in watch football taking the whole rest of the league you know kind of judge everybody else's teams for a little bit and listen we could do that i don't care that we're one and two let us judge other teams let us laugh at the dallas cowboys when they lose let us Always. do the like like, like the, the funny like when when sam howell throws four interceptions let us laugh. Let us enjoy something. For the love of God, no, stop fan policing here. We, it doesn't matter what the Giants' record is. We will always misery loves company. We always love when, when our, <laughs> our our division rivals are struggling. But hey, and uh, we'll talk about more about the rest of the NFL coming up. But uh, e weekend, what you got, man? It was just fun filled work, man. Fun filled work. And, right? uh, I, I was like Rihanna, man. I was like work, 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 work. I was just working, man. I missed a couple of the games, but I had time to catch a little bit on it, man. Watch a little bit of the app, man. See what was going on. So, but other than that, man, I was just working, of course, NFL football, trying to catch as much as I can, guys. But, you know, it's the weekend. But here we are. It's Tuesday, guys. Let's just go right into the show, man. Let's go around the league, guys. It is very simple, right? What is your biggest surprise of the weekend, guys? Because we had a bunch of games. And I just want to point out, let's highlight some of the biggest highlights that we had coming on in this game. And I'm going to start with Mr. Glass-Tad full on this one, man. What was your biggest surprise in the NFL weekend that you watched all these games on this summer? Yeah, you know what? What I started to, you know, there, there's some them, a lot of good points, a lot of good games. Um, but what I wanted to talk about more is the struggles of some of these young quarterbacks who we thought maybe might take these teams to the next level, take that next step. Um, Daniel Jones being one of them. Let's, let's start off with our with our own guy. You know, who's that? He, yeah, yeah. He's hmm. he's got two two touchdowns, four interceptions. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off a couple other names though. The Joe Burrows of the world, who have two touchdowns, two two uh, two interceptions. You know, you got uh, Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence struggling, three touchdowns, two interceptions. You have Kenny Pickett, who was supposed to take that. He looked great in the preseason. Supposed to take the Steelers to the next level. He's looked very pedestrian. And you know, then the the, the capper at it all, Justin Fields, who uh, 
I don't know what he's got to do. Like, I don't know how you get rid of that running ability that he had last year. So thousand yard rusher I, as a, as a, as a Justin Fields fantasy owner, I thought, Hey, his floor is an elite runner at the very least. He's going to make yeah. things happen there. Double but, digit points. Easy. Yeah, Every yeah. Should be thinking. But now yeah. he, he, I, and again, I know the offensive coordinator has, has a, a hand in this. I know the head coach has a hand in this. He's taken away some of that, that running, trying to make him more of a passer. And the, the light hasn't come on that yet for him. And it, they, he, you know, you can see a guy when he's thinking too much. We saw it with Daniel Jones with the bad coaching. We see it right now with Justin Fields. There are guys that are coming open and they're just missing him because they're not processing the right way. He's not slowing it down. But man, a lot of these young quarterbacks, it's it's in Justin Fields in particular. You see them, you know, tough getting out of the tracks here this season. So that's something I've been watching. Um, and you know, first month of the season when you don't play in the preseason, I get it. It's time to now flip the switch on for all these guys, right? Let's see who flips it back on. Um, Joe Burrow had a nice night last night, though. That he's starting. E, what about you, man? What was your surprise of the weekend? Oh man, you know I wanted to start with El Jefe on this one, man. But oh, okay, if you well, want, I'll take you know I'll take the Reigns if you want. But I would love El Jefe. Yeah, yeah, Before you come to me, I'm, let me go last, man. Eli, this is, this is your show, on. bro. This is Not your show. Are you, are you bugging out? It's hours, baby. It's hours. It's hours, uh, baby. But hold on, let me let me say this, El Jefe, man. What was your biggest surprise in the NFL weekend, if you don't mind? Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. And, like, we had basically, like, five to seven storylines that you could have picked for this segment. But I'm going to go with, like, what are the Jets doing? And I've, Mm. you know, coming into this year, I had little to no faith that Robert Sala was a good head coach. I saw no evidence of that at all, both (sighs) as a leader, schematically, like, nothing. Anytime, like, I'm a big body language guy. You see him on the yeah. sideline. He just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. And I've seen that look before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. So, <laughs> what they, they went all in on Aaron Rodgers. They lose him in the first drive. That is, like, the most Jets thing ever, right? He, he goes yeah. down. But you're just punting on the season? You're just going to let this season slip away with your roster? Like, if you're a quarterback away, go get another fucking quarterback. Like It, it doesn't make sense. It's wild. You can't roll Zach Wilson out there. That was as poor a quarterback performance as <laughs> I, I saw all weekend. Um, and we saw a lot of bad ones. Saw a lot of bad yeah. ones, but like, I just don't understand Salah. You are gone. If you don't do something drastic right now, right. there are right. veterans that can come in and do twice as good uh, that, of what you're putting out there. Like Zach Wilson's giving you absolutely nothing. Um, Dude. Oh, I just couldn't believe. And I, cause we know a lot of Jets fans, right. And we're yeah. talking to yeah. some Jets fans now. So it's, it's it pains me to just watch not only what they went through week one, but that they're not doing anything. They're just going to let this happen. So, Jets, it, what are you doing? You're pissing away a Super Bowl level roster for no reason. And and, and if you think about it, they had a bad offensive line, right? Like, you, and you have a 39 year old quarterback behind that offensive line. In your mind, you got you got like, all right, what's our next option? If our, God forbid Aaron Rodgers goes down, we're going to give it back to the guy that almost started a mutiny last year. <laughs> like and just throw him back in there and hope that he just magically turns. And then the off. move they made today, Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon. They, like to the practice squad, like, huh? Blah, blah. That, uh, okay, so that you know that doesn't even adjust the ceiling. Like you, you still no. suck. Like what are you doing with that? And you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that maybe that the coach and the owner has some sort of conversation, right? Because it's got to be some sort of job security that you're bringing There's... some people in. That's because you, you're pretty mm-hmm. much tanking on the season. Let's be honest, you're pretty much tanking. He's saying this is it. I'm done. Aaron Rodgers was the back. Was the plan and the only plan. Let's tank and get a better draft pick. That's what I think the Jets are doing right now. There's no hey. way in hell you're telling me. I'm it's telling you, that conversation point. had to be had between Salah and that owner. Be like, listen, do whatever the hell you can. Survive the season. You're coming back when Aaron gets back in. I mean, and we're going to go from there. If you're That's the what Jets owner, why even, why even extend that to him, right? Why like, does Salah get a second chance, a, a third chance? Because like, you still, you still got to see what he could do with Aaron Rodgers at some point, right? But he's still going to get the he's not a good coach. I don't think then he's, he's doing good. anything with Aaron Rodgers because right. they brought in the offensive coordinator who built the whole offense around Aaron Rodgers and then lost and him the on the thing. first drive. There is no and, game plan for Zach Wilson, though. And that, like, that's true. But that's the thing, uh, Hef. And you brought in the guy that to help Aaron Rodgers. So that, that gives you a little bit of wee- leeway for that head coaching. In my opinion, I would think. I would think that conversation hey, was had. Listen. If know. you if, if you're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to get back, then you're not actually a good coach, in my opinion. Like the, if, if your only game plan is like we need this one guy to make our team, then then you're not actually a good coach, and you don't have a good system, and you don't have a good like you're not coaching up the team. 
Like there's Carlos, there's me, so many other players there. <laughs> let me make this clear. Solid definitely isn't a good coach. I just think that they're gonna have him for one more year. I just think I, th- I just think they're gonna I see think what the they GM. I agree with you on the GM. I said the GM's gonna be, probably be able to pick another. This is a quarterback rich draft. And what better oh. way to set yourself up for after Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron or even if Aaron Rodgers can't get back, then having a bad year this year. And there's about 15 quarterbacks that, to choose from this year, like 10, maybe 10, like good ones. So that's right what here. Better if, year you, to if you follow, he's a giant. Then you know all about these. Hey, <laughs> shout out to our boys. Out shout there. out let's to go. them. Shout out to them. But let me say this, man. Let me say this here. Guys, let's my biggest surprise and takeaway from the NFL, man, with the Miami freaking Dolphins, man. Se- like they were scoring mad in wow. points, 70 Dude, points, two. 726 total yards. I believe it was, guys. What an offense. But here's the thing. Watching that was, was beautiful against the Broncos because that's my fr- my brother's favorite team. It was the Broncos. So I was like extra like, yes, yes, yes salivating and calling him and them. calling all types of names I could call them. But guess what? I was like, shit, we play them in a couple <laughs> weeks, man. I'm scared as shit of the Dolphins. I'm like, they're going to drop that's a hundred on us. You know what I'm saying? So let me make that's this clear, man. That was the biggest surprise, man, watching the Miami Dolphins because, again, you know, we didn't expect this team to be that good offensively, right? We was like, man, we don't know if the quarterback, we don't know. They're still going through some things. But, man, I'll tell you, I think the Miami Dolphins has arrived. I think that that, that offense is potent. And I'm scared. I'm scared Yo. if they come in here to, <laughs> Dude, to, got, to, to play the Giants. They and we'll get Tua, into that. They got Tua in the MVP conversation already, the way too no. early MVP conversation. I mean, but, like, they're just – their offense is just slick, man. And they had oh. – Waddle wasn't even there. That's Mm-mm. the thing. That's the scary part. Hold on. Hold the phone, Miss Precious. Oh. oh. Boom, boom, boom. Ring it. Ring it. Who's better? Who's better? The best. Nobody. Our weekly Precious. Our weekly, our week- precious. <laughs> our weekly it's precious. time for our, our weekly, our weekly Precious. Let's that should go. Be its own, it should be its own segment. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, you we know, we you. should. We should have a little old Weekly Precious. Did you, hey, did you send her the, the, her shirt yet? No, I gotta, I gotta Get make sure. It. I got this week. I'm gonna, this week. I'm she's probably, already paid for it. I'm gonna <laughs> ten times over. Ten I'm times gonna over. hold. I'm gonna hold him to it, Precious. Don't. Worry. Yes, we'll get it going. Um, I promise you. I promise. But you. yeah, you're right. E Tua and that offense, uh, Tyreek. And the scary part is they were doing it on the ground. Like, like you're thinking yeah. about Tua and anyway. and um, you know Waddle and Hill and all these guys, but they were ripped. Mostert had four touchdowns. Their 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 rookie running back had. 200 plus yards like did, did did the broncos quit on sean payton already or or, or is are the dolphins that good that's the that's the scary part i don't know man it's for that, it, it's all we don't know i guess we'll find out as the season comes along but i'll tell you this the first couple games or the first few you gotta like shoot you gotta tip your hat to that team man that team is looking great absolutely that team absolutely. is looking great and like i said as a giants fan and, and i know they're on a docket i'm scared I'm hey. scared right now because we circled that as a win. We was like, oh, win. That's a win for the Giants. You know I want to I mean? ask you guys Now a we're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you I want to ask mean? you guys a question. Um, is 70 points overkill? Or do you say, Hell fuck yeah. it. You ring, ring it, ring it up, ring it up I'm to 100 you if you that. have to. Hey, do you want to take that first? Yeah, yeah, because, dude, they were just trying to run the ball. They just kept uh, yeah. going. They you had know, the like, backup quarterback in, too, at one point. They have seven touchdowns just from, uh, just from their running backs. Yeah. So I they were trying right. to just run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want you know, to but do? Is it overkill? I, I, I hear you. Yo, some, sometimes that's a score like that. I'm surprised it was like no fights. Like there was no like huge brawl. I'm saying like, you know like, what I'm saying? That's, like that's after a while, like once you get a 30 problem. lead, you're like, all right, take everybody out. That's it. We good. We're going right. we'll to call it a wrap. But they were just racking it in, even Dude. with backups. Like they were just ranking it in. I don't know how oh, poor that team God. is as far as the Broncos, but I'm just shocked there was no brawl. 70 points? That's historic. That's Dude, historic. The, the fantasy wise, their technical their technical th- third string running back scored 56 fantasy <laughs> points, which is just like otherworldly. It's just like like 25 is an amazing day. Yeah. So 56. Yeah. Like, what? Huh? Dude. How? Like well, somebody picked that guy up, they're like, man, how the hell that happened? Well, I believe it's going to fight over him now. Insane, insane. Shout it, out to the I'll Dolphins, man. Two things for the Dolphins. One, they have to keep Tua healthy, which is always a problem. Yep. They have to keep Tua yep. healthy. Yep. If they make that Tua healthy, they're going to be there in the end. And two, it, listen, it's a week-to-week league. You know who they got this week? It's Dolphins-Bills. 
that's going to be a fun ass game to watch. Mm. But it's going to be a war. It's going to be a war. They're going to throw all their 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 energy and all their effort into beating them because that's like that's the, the hill they got to climb. The Dolphins see the Bills is their only threat right now. So they're going to go all in. Hopefully they beat the shit out of each other so that we can pick up the pieces in the next two weeks because it's, it's Dolphins-Bills after Seattle for the Giants. So just and it's just a shame that we got to think of this as, as Giants fans, right? Like we got to be like, hey, oh, we hope this one ain't playing out. out a bit. Like it's a shame that we got to – but we'll get to no. it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let me say one thing man, because... real quick about yeah, Tua. And like I don't watch film. I watch games, but I follow people who watch film. And I watch a lot of it because of them. They do great breakdowns, and then it saves me a bunch of time. So yeah. what what they're showing with Tua is that he like does not have a great arm. He does not have yeah. a strong arm. But the That's dude right. is throwing with anticipation as well as anybody in the league. Not only that, he's anticipating where Tyreek Hill is going to be. You know what I mean? Like that, that kind of speed, and his throws are on the money, and he's throwing people open. Like he's doing. He's a super smart quarterback. That is like using anything he can do well, they're maximizing. So like he's being well coached because he's not a sick athlete. He's not a great arm. He doesn't have a Herbert arm, nothing like that. But he's just throwing guys exactly where he needs to before he gets hit. It's impressive. Now, I'm not going to say him pretend. Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Go yes, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that he, he, people made fun of Tyreek Hill because he said he said he'd rather catch balls from Tua than Patrick Mahomes. And everybody's like, you're fucking out of your mind. Which, but let, let's talk. I think he throws a softer, more accurate ball. Like in, in that sense, in that, like, he, they're, they're like basket catches. They like fall into his arms. Where, you know, Patrick Mahomes, obviously the greatest quarterback of this generation, but like Tua throws a catchable ball for Tyreek. And Tyreek's yeah. been having field days, bro. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Like, I don't, don't want to sit here and pretend like I know this stuff. But it seemed like a timing route. Like it seemed like everything is just right on point for Tua, right? It seemed right like on point. that 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 wide receiver's there, that person's there, no matter what. Like you're absolutely right, Hef. He's smart, and I think the coaching yeah. is like, hey, you guys need to be here and be here at that time because he's going to release the ball no matter who's in his face at that point. You know what I mean? Like it's just timing routes. And again, I'm not an expert in film here, but it just seems like everything is right on time and it's crisp, man. Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike, genius. Shout out Mike as far as doing it, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I, hell yeah, man. What are you guys' thoughts yeah. on so, uh, what, he, last thing on the Dolphins? Because I don't want to make this a Dolphins podcast. But what do you guys think of Mike McDaniel? What's your take yeah, on yeah. him? I love him. I love him. I, I, I think he's uh, against the grain of your typical head coach, and like that's what I love about him. He's kind of he kind of just seems like a stoner, like and he's like <laughs> my, and he's like my size or smaller. Like how did you even get this job? I, I don't know. But like he's just smart, and he clearly knows what he's doing. More oh, importantly, yeah. what did you think of Tyreek Hill coming out and saying he wants to be a porn star when he retires? Yeah, <laughs> he's, you know what? That's just Tyreek being Tyreek, man. Like, uh, shout out to him for speaking his mind. He's out there, you know, dude. Imagine being on top of the world. He's like, you know what? When I'm done playing professional football, I just want to go, you know, be, be a porn star. And, That's just, and, like, just weird. On. It's a just weird. Stop. It's a weird choice because you don't have to. You don't have to bang porn stars. You know, you could just do that on your on your on the reg as and I have a Phil, Phil your, player. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get too far down this, this <laughs> right here, but I mean, like, there are ways to like. Anyway, Eli, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> Eli, are you with us? Okay, there he goes. Oh, we lost Eli. Okay, okay. hey, um, Jeff, what do you want? Yeah. To, you want to take this to the next level here? Do you want to just talk a little bit about our? Well, new real segment? quick, real quick. There's one more highlight from the weekend. Oh, yeah. which which Giants fans were told they're not allowed to celebrate. And that's, yes, the cow- yes. that's the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals. And in my humble opinion, that is that is worth celebrating anytime the Cowboys, the Cowboys lose. lose. You know? It was, talk- hey, there it was talking about Pawn, and that was it. That was it. I was like, yeah, it's it. Tyreek Kills. He's like on another level. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, I'm out. I was like, I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. But let's do this, man. Let's do this. I don't want to stop the thunder here, guys. But. I just want to go into something really quick. Man. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're just talking about the great, the great thing, thing that just happened with Dallas. Dallas lost to the Arizona Cardinals. The, the tanking, the tanking Cardinals, who are the worst team in the league when the Giants beat them. But when the Cowboys lose to them, it's like, oh, Arizona's not, they're, they're not tanking anymore. <laughs> right? What happened there? <laughs> which, which obviously. That because the Dallas Cowboys are on the Super Bowl contender type list, right? And this team, this defense is probably number one in the league at this point, right? So, yeah, right? Yeah. So, of course, when the beats, everybody's going to question, like, man, maybe Arizona better than what we thought. 
Let's say if the Giants would be like Giants football. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So of course they're gonna say that. But every every uh dog finds a stick dinner in time to time. Right? It's what it is. It's what it is. Eli, you lost your body. They won. That's it. Uh, Eli, try to try to uh, restart there. Yes, You're breaking yes. up big time. If you could restart, come right back. Yeah, man. And there's an uh, echo. Echo, echo. Yeah, yeah, echo, echo, echo. Uh, listen, but like uh, again, Dallas got. Yeah, maybe they got caught looking ahead. But I'll never. I'm never gonna miss a moment to make fun of the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So you you can call me whatever you want. Say I can't make fun of them because because the Forty Nine ers you know kicked their ass. I don't care. I'm gonna make fun of Dallas. Attack with the, Dude, the Dallas. Game the like game. enjoying a Dallas loss. Is is one of the best things of being a Giants fan, and that's like ingrained in being a Giants fan. So never hate on somebody for enjoying that. Yes, we couldn't beat them. Uh, that makes it great. That makes it even sweeter. Yes. Like, like yes, we would love to like beat beat the Cowboys, and then whatever someone else beats the Cowboys that we beat too, and they just. But one day but one it's, it's going to take a while to get there. Eli, something's Eli, echoing. Something's is that just me, or you here too? You back? Something echoing. No, I hear you. I hear you echoing, bro. I'm echoing bad. <laughs> like I'm hearing my voice echo. Oh my yes. gosh. I don't hear any echoes in mine. Hey, my apologies. Listen, well, hopefully we got we got your back here. We're, uh, but we're talking about Dallas here. Um listen, we can move on to the next segment if you want and talk about the you want you want to introduce this segment there, It's this dope ass segment we got. Yeah, whatever you guys let me let me say this, guys. This is something that we're gonna break down here and make a big thing every week, guys. I think you're gonna love this thing. We're gonna have this player player of the week. Now, if I say it fast, you're gonna be like player player of the week. You know what I'm saying? But player player of the week, which is player player, play on words. Either way, guys, let's go right into it. I'm gonna start with LFA. Player player of the week. What is that for you, my brother? Let's go. And I think we're all gonna do it. We're all gonna do it here. So let's introduce it. <laughs> player player um where's the segment here and i still keep hearing my voice just spit back to me well i'll tell you this guys the player player of the week guys which we unanimously kind of picked out was that yeah. mike evans freaking catch guys mm. and of course we got a little clip here we're going to break it down for you guys but man what a throw and we also got a little debate too that we want to kind of yeah we could, know, talk, yeah, we could we talk we could talk over this talk. let's have a look at it you know what i mean uh, so guys, it, look at live action it's like, it's like what just happened <laughs> and guys, he's and he's like floating he, in the he's air. Floating in the air. That's crazy. And he would have kept running. He would have oh been gone. Because the dude didn't dude, want to grab him and or get a penalty or whatever. So he waited till he got down to to tackle him. As a Mike Evans fantasy owner, man, that that catch was like had me all riled up. I'm a huge Mike Mike Evans fan, and seeing him go up there and reach for that ball, and then like levitating. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous, dude. And he's been on fire this whole season. But you know, in terms of one-handed catches, I want to ask you guys this: like, uh, like, so actually, let, let's do we have another we we had another one-handed catch this weekend, didn't we? This I, and one's I, I even wanna, better. Yeah, let, let's go um, this one. Eli, are you on the computer that you can mute? Like, are you hearing playback twice or something? Oh uh, no, not at all. Let me see. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Something on, on, something, on his, something on your side. Someone on, on, on your on your on your mic, brother. There's and it wasn't ha- mic, it wasn't yeah, happening so. until you had to restart and come back. How we handle it? This is just live show, people. This, this is, is live. live. This is live, baby. Nothing crazy, right? How's the echo now? It's only when uh, me and Spiro talk. Uh, yeah, it's when we talk. So it's on your playback. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about that. Nice. <laughs> you guys are coming out. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Okay. Hey, I think hey, we're good now. You fixed the echo. Thank you. Perfect. Well, got, All right, we let's take go. Like go. non-NFL, this was the play of the weekend. This is one of the best catches I've ever seen. Have a look at this real quick. Yeah. This is from the Florida game. Ricky Pearsall. Insane. Snatch. Insane. And then takes a double hit and just gets up. Look at this. And to be able to take on that contact. If you were to freeze right there, Jordan. The <laughs> Insane. Bro. Insane. We've seen guys. that done in, in the practices with OBJ. We've yeah. seen that, right? But if, to see it live in an action and still take on a hit, that's insane. But I want to say this. After looking at those two, right, 
Does that make that OBJ catch a little, you know, is it contention there? I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm going to start with uh, El Jefe here, man. Is that a little contention? Because to me, I think that's some contention. That's crazy catch right I mean, every time Odell's – that catch is so legendary that if you catch it with one hand, it's considered an Odell catch. Like, that's how legendary it was. Um, But I would say Mike Evans was insanely athletic, but I think that Florida catch was even better. And it's hard not to put that up there with what Odell did, considering – I mean, this guy was into oncoming traffic, which is even more more dangerous. You know, like Odell was reaching back, like insanely athletic, fully stretched out. But this dude was leaning forward like a train could have hit him midway through and he wouldn't have known. (laughs) And he barely lands and catches a hit from two guys and still holds on to the ball. So the the, the Odell catch is untouchable because it was so legendary. Mm-hmm. But if you break it down just on play for play, that Florida catch might have been crazier. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, you're seeing this every week now, right? Like every week there's a well, – everybody does a one-handed ch- catch. But for me, it's like Michael Jordan jumping from the foul line. Like you could see someone else do that and someone else attempt it, but there's nothing like the first one, right? There's nothing like the first time you saw that. And the Odell Beckham catch – be, it was a touchdown being dragged down by a Dallas defender, you know, with not even one hand, three fingers. It caught with three I fingers. I know. Yeah. Behind, yeah. His, head, behind his head, bro. Like, Ooh. there's nothing like, like, and I was uh, personally, I, I'm a little biased because I was at the game and I saw it. Oh, and damn. I was, I was, yeah, I was out of my skull. Like, I couldn't even, I know we lost that game and, and it sucked, but like, I was so elated. When the, when the thing happened, I couldn't believe my eyes. You Were know, you anywhere close to that end zone? No, a complete opposite end. Okay, perfect, saw, perfect. But I, but I had a good. So eye you saw it on TV like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> exactly. I, I what I knew was that something amazing happened, and I and I couldn't. Yeah. My, I don't think my brain could comprehend what I saw, and then I saw on the replay, and I was like, "My God, that's the greatest catch I've ever seen. Live. I I, ever seen period, ever seen period." Like so, for me. The OG always is going to be number one in my heart, man. <laughs> that's that's it for me. I respect it. I respect it. Now, guys, here's the part of the show where you all came for, all right? Mm-hmm. Giants lose, man. Not only did they lose, they lost 30 to 12. Wow. We are now one and two of the season, guys, and things are looking kind of a bit out of control, especially on Giants Twitter. But <laughs> I'm going to start with you all, essay, man. Does this spell the end for the New York football giants? Um, it's nasty in these streets. I will say that. <laughs> you you can't say a goddamn thing without uh, getting attacked from one side or the other. And yeah. both sides have points, but then the extremists just just anything that, that feeds what they want to be true is, is just going to. So it's a never-ending cycle, but I look at it as like it's kind of funny. Um, but I will it say it is last year getting off to a six and one start was such a foundation of good vibes with this new Mm -hmm. staff, right? Overachieving. Um, The offense was way more exciting than what we've seen. Um, But then had a little adversity with some injuries there, had to like win a couple games to get into the playoffs, did it, won a playoff game. So like easily a successful season. Now they have like real adversity right now. They've never been this far behind the eight ball where you're buried in your own division like we've always been a, like six and one. Like how did we, no one saw that coming at all. Yeah. So now you're one and two with a must win game. And then you got two of the best teams in the NFL waiting for you right after that. So if the giants lose this season is a wrap, it's a wrap. Mm. And I, and I, it kills me to say that because it's fucking September, but it's a wrap because how, I mean, anything can happen. Right. But like this yeah. really just damper on the season and then if you think it's bad now then it's going to turn it's going to turn big time on dable and shane um if dj doesn't look good the contract is going to come up every time right Mm. um so it's going to get very very ugly but this is a game that the giants should be competitive in this is not the 49ers this is not philly uh, it's Seattle, which you sh- technically should be in the same tier as, even though they had your number last year. So it w- they had 10. This is as long a break as the Giants will have without having a buy. You play on Thursday and not till the following Monday. That's a mini buy right there, a full 10 days off. If you're well rested, 
you had a whole shitload of time to prepare for this game. If you lay an egg, it's fucking over, bro. <laughs> it's going to get so nasty. And I don't want anyone uh, fired unless your name is Bobby, Bobby <laughs> Johnson. But it's going to yes. get that. Spiro. Later. Spiro, um, glass have full thoughts, man. Well, listen, um, Jeff just laid it out for us. You know, he laid out the worst case scenario of what could happen. And, um, you know, it has been, it's one of those, after that Thursday game, I knew, you know, every, we all knew what we were going to hear in the upcoming days. And that, that's why me, us three kind of like just went unplug and we stepped away and we watched the whole world burn, you know, over, listen, it's one and two in the end of the, at the end of the day, it's one and two. And we have gone against two of arguably the best teams in the NFC, if not the NFL right now. So, I want to, you know, I want to bring us back to reality a little bit here, right? It, yes, it sucked the way we lost to those teams. And you could argue that, you know, I, for one, wasn't too upset about the, the 49ers loss. It was a short week. We were missing Saquon Barkley and Andrew Thomas and, and Bredersen. Expected our, loss. Our offensive, yeah, our, front, our offensive line wasn't supposed to be good to begin with. And you take away two of their starters, let alone their all-pro left tackle. And you know what? They actually acquitted themselves pretty well all the way until the end of the third quarter, and then the game got away from them. You know, they, they played a conservative uh, football uh, football game. Some could say they should have pushed it down a little bit more, but it was working all the way up until the end where, you know, they just they just couldn't get enough uh, going. Um, I, for one, was kind of, you know, not encouraged, but CMC didn't have a huge game. Brock Purdy didn't really have a huge game. They they What crushed us is not getting off the field in those third and longs. And that, again, is fucking tackling. And and that that's the that's the thing that pissed me off the most about yeah, the yeah. defensive tackling and getting off the field on third downs. That is fixable. That's something that can be fixed. Yes, they are very conservative on offense. They want they didn't want to expose the offensive line. They didn't want to get DJ killed. That was pretty clear what they were trying to prevent from happening. It, it, it kind of worked, but we didn't take enough shots. The problem is when DJ had some shots to take, he didn't take them, or there wasn't enough time, or one thing happened. You know. And the problem is when there's so few chances like that, they get, again, magnified. Each one of them magnified. I was okay with this 49ers loss. The Dallas loss sucked. The Arizona loss uh, win looks a little better now <laughs> that we see them, you know, ha having beat Dallas. So Thank God for that end, second half. What would we have to grasp onto no, without that that's, second that's, half? That's what it is. That's what we'd be 0-3. But we're 1-2 and two right now. <laughs> And what, where do we want to be at the, after the Seattle game? Two and two, right? Like that—that's a—that was a fair mark after four games. That we said if we could be at two and two, we would be okay. You have the chance right in front of you. You're healthy. Monday night at home, backs against the wall. At's back. Aziz is back. You—it's still right there in front of you. That the season's there. Got to make it happen. Got to outcoach them. Got to freaking win this game. It's a must-win. So I'm still there. I'm still ready for this fight. Now, I'll tell you this, guys. I am on the even keel here, all right? I agree with El Jefe, and I agree with Mr. Glass Half Full on this one. It's still early in the season, right? We still have some things that we can work on here. <laughs> we still have some things to work on that we can get better on, right? But I will tell you this. If we do not win this game Monday night, I agree with El Jefe. It is a wrap for the New York football giants, mm. man. Because, again, coming into this thing here, we expected – not only they upgraded the wide receiver core, which what, what we thought, right? Yards after the catch with with, uh, with Paris, with, you know, you're bringing back uh, Isaiah Hodgins. You still got Slate in the stretcher. Then you still have the monster Waller, right? So we expected this offense to be a little bit more potent. We still had worries of the offensive line for sure. But, again, with the last season, they didn't put the offensive line in too much um, – situations because DJ was getting rid of the ball quick. One read, go. Two read, go. Go, go, go. That was it. You know what I mean? And it seems like they would try or they're trying now to put more on Daniel Jones's plate and the offensive line just isn't there. So I agree with Spee on that as well. So uh, we shall see, man. But I'm right in the middle. I just want to see what happens after Monday. And let's just hope. Let's I, just I, hope. Think, I think that's what it is. I will say this to lean into Spiro's glass, which is half full as usual. Um we are 18 months removed from firing everyone in the building, right? So we are still really close to like, what is this new chapter in, in Giants, right? Overachieved. The biggest thing is like you committed to a quarterback who, that you didn't pick up their fifth year option. Now you got to make him work, at least for the time being. So we all expect a little more from this. But the fact is, 
a year after, you know, your first couple of games in year two, you're not ready for a Super Bowl when you no. just tore down the building. So the fact that you got beat by teams that are legit Super Bowl contenders, we joke about Dallas all the time. Their roster is Super Bowl contending roster. Oh, yeah. 49ers oh, yeah. obviously are in that conversation too. Um, so you face teams, unfortunately, in the first three games that you're not ready to fucking beat yet. Yeah. Like you're just not. That's the reality. So if you went in there thinking we got to punch them in the mouth, whoop their ass, which I, you get, you get bought into the hype, you get excited and everything. But the reality is that your roster is just not there. It's just not close, like all around, right? Every side, like both yeah. sides of the ball, every position group, you're they're better. So they're just gonna win. And they but, have yeah. you know, and there's there's and then, good coaching going on too. And then when but to expand on that, it's so it's okay that we're not there. It's okay that we're we're not a top five team yet. Like the season still could be a success if we finish like we, we finished with nine wins uh, last year. We got down to the final eight teams. Like, like it, it, you could still have an avenue to success without being considered a Super Bowl contender. So keep fighting, man. This this season ain't over. This Sorry. season ain't over. That's a great, great guy. A lot of hypium, dude. I was loaded on hypium. I have... we thought we thought we closed the gap. We did. We thought we closed the gap, and we, we got back in the face, and we're not there yet. I will say, like, going into the San Fran game, I, I watched the, the game at a bar with a bunch of Giants fans and one 49er fan who he's lucky I like him because he, <laughs> he was he was a dick. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah. I had super low expectations going into that game for reasons you said. Short week, really good team, no Saquon, no Andrew Thomas. Like, we had no right to compete in that game. And I felt like after the first quarter and at halftime, I'm like, all right, they didn't roll over. In no yes, way did this team right. roll over. Right. And then the fact is, in the fourth quarter, it was a one-score game. It doesn't look like that in the end, but that that's what the reality was in that yes. game. So even though the, the final score does not reflect it, it was not a complete ass-kicking that, that the scoreboard shows. So there mm -hmm. were – we're not supposed to beat them. Like, we're just not. So it's you're, you're bank, you can't, like, bank on a miracle and then get pissed when it doesn't happen, pretty yes. much. So that's why I went in with low expectations. Hey, what do you think, man? Like, uh, it, did you, how much of the 49ers game piss you off, or were you just were you expecting this kind of thing? I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I was on the couch falling asleep on that game, and the <laughs> reason why was because it was something that was expected, right? Like, I had this circled as a loss. Um, not to say that is expected because a lot of people were like, I was like, I expected a lot of people was like, how do you expect a loss, guys? Come on. We're looking at the schedule. Let's be realistic here, right? You really thought the Giants closed the gap on the 49ers? Fuck no. Let's be honest here. Let's have a real legit conversation. So I knew that game was going to be, uh, unfortunately, wasn't going to be winnable. But I just wanted them to, to compete. And like you said, it went off the rails a little bit after the third. You know what I mean? But watching from first to third, I didn't really think they compete. It was just too conservative. It was like, where's Jalen Hyatt? Yeah. Like, I understand the game plan. I understand the game plan. You want to do yards after catch, Duncan. I get it. But sometimes you just got to go and let your players yeah, play. Yeah, let it rip. Don't don't out like don't outsmart yourself. Just go with your strengths and go. To me, it seems like day ball because last year was free, 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 right? And he I think right now his second year, he's like, I gotta win. I'm feeling the pressure. This is it. I think this is day ball feeling the pressure a little bit. Mm. Don't 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 overthink it. Let the guys go out there and do them, do what you pay them to do. Go play. Mm. Go out there and go have Jalen Hyatt go nuts. Who cares at this point? Right now, you're freaking one and two. I want to see at all the stops this game. I want to see it. No more being conservative. Stop following that game plan. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. I don't know if Dayball's calling the plays or it's Mike Kafka, but somebody got to call the right plays and win and start winning now. Right yeah. the freak now. That's well, it. I'll, I'll tell you what will help them, though. I'll tell you what will help them is um a not top three defensive line coming in in say, that Seattle. Be, that'll be that nice. will that'll be nice to give give Did us you a know? little bit of time. Juicy stat. Give it to me. Seattle is tied for giving up the most explosive plays in the league. Hey. If you do not release Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt? Game, it's a big, big one. Big it's it's a safe for the picking. Jalen Hyatt week. Yep. Yeah, but that's you no know, Monty had a really good comment, and I meant to uh feature it here like in talking about the 49ers game. They had a chance to beat a team that was playing down to them and didn't do anything about it. That's yeah. a good point. Like you got Jalen Hyatt zero targets. That seems impossible yeah, considering gotta, he opened up the game before and may have saved your season at least for another week, or right? Like he he kept you alive. He opened that game up and got it started, yeah. making a couple of big plays. Like 
that's your guy. You're seeing like Mims on the Broncos, or you're seeing these guys pop up across the league, these rookies who are making big impacts. Feed them. What is yeah. the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? Like Paris Campbell and all these other guys are, are B receivers. They're not going to break anything open. Give your guy a chance. You don't have Saquon, certainly not healthy if he's going to play. So you got to get him the ball, dude. You got to give him a chance. And Jalen Hyatt could be a one. Like, we've watched enough, right? Like, and, and shout out to Monte. I'm sure Monte watched enough film. Like, and even Authentic would say it. This guy could be a number one wide receiver. So instead of going with your B rolls, right, get him out there. Baptism by fire. I get it. He's a rookie. I get it. But sometimes you just got to go out there and let the kid play. The kid can obviously open up a game. We've, we've seen it. But to have zero, zero, like that's yeah. just you overthinking yeah. shit. Like Jackson, at that point, you're just yeah. overthinking it. Put him in there. Let's see what he can do. If I don't see him this week, oh, I'm gonna so have to question that coaching staff. And That's I think every I mean, coach, yeah. and I th and 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 rightfully so. If Giants fans start to question certain things, rightfully so, because again, we're looking at the NFL coach of the year, etc. But when you start making decisions that people like, where's your your top guy or where's your top rookie that can open up again? Where is he? And if he's not there, you're gonna start. Them whispers are gonna come very become very freaking loud for this coaching staff it really really is they have to figure it out this week and it starts now because like Hefe said one and three on a season it's a wrap man it's not going to get easier the schedule does yeah. not get easier and all them yeah. games 10 wins we're not even going to make it we're not right and i hate to say it and i want to be optimistic about this team but man they're showing some things where it kind of looks a little suspect looks a little yeah. like they don't have control of this season right now it doesn't look what, good yeah well, let me just, I just want to urge. I want to urge everybody. Just, just. I think the real test comes Monday. The real test comes Monday, and it, the Seattle is in our in our tier. Seattle is in our tier. If you can't go out and 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 show out against that that defense and and with a relatively healthy team, then the alarm the alarms start going off for me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to cry too much about losing to San Francisco 49ers and Dallas Cowboys, who again. Have elite defenses, elite defenses that 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 not they're going to make a lot of teams look bad. That should we have done more? Yes, I agree. Should we have been more aggressive? Yes, I agree. But this is the game that's going to happen. If it doesn't happen that now, then I'm I'm, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing? That's when it, for me. But like I'm kind of not forgetting what happened in the first three games. But this for me is 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 the week I need to see something. And I think that, I think they're going to open it up. I think they are. Uh, you know everything's lining up. There's no there's no pass rush. You know the secondary is should be tough, but you have all your 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 guys back. Bredesen should be back. At should be back. Let it rip now. And that's on Daniel Jones too. Daniel Jones had some plays out there, and he did not let it rip. He's got to let it rip. <laughs> He's gotta let it rip now. I, the whispers are gonna become louder, man, and I hate it. I hate it. You know what I mean? But like He's you said, Spee. Let's see, because again, it shows a little bit of regression, but we'll we'll find this for another topic and another time, and we'll go there. But yeah, Hef, what you got? Yeah, we talked about the war zone a lot and the never-ending uh, debate about Daniel Jones not taking the next step. Well, he doesn't mm -hmm. have the old line. Well, when the mm -hmm. plays are there, he's not taking them. He's not finding the guys. He's not reading the defense. He's not taking the shots. But how can he be plays. comfortable when he's under pressure all day? Well, we paid him $40 million to be fucking comfortable and make a play once in a while. It will yeah. never end. Yeah. And the truth is, and Sarah's mm -hmm. in here. I saw her post this earlier today. It'll never end That's until so the line is fixed. Right? But I don't think the line is going to be fixed while Daniel Jones is here. Or mm, you know, on this contract, you, like, yo, you're not going right. to have a top five O line while Daniel right. Jones is on this contract. It's just not going to happen at this rate. So you got to find a way to make plays. I don't know, and I'm I still go back. We we debated it a lot after the Arizona game. What was the big change at halftime? Dable took the fucking call sheet, right? And what happened, San Fran? It was a pretty uh, timid. Strategy. Bland, vanilla. It was. It was terrible. It was safe. It was safe. They, it they was like, What is the point of playing it safe against San Francisco? Well, keeping Daniel Jones alive for the rest of the season. 
but here's here's the thing though, Speed. Like you can you can still have short slant routes and etc. Screen passes to open up the running game. Like it was just too predictable. Yeah, right. It was just too predictable. Like it it seemed like it is running out the backfield, a little bit of end around, a little bit. Like it was just too predictable. You knew the plays were coming, and therefore it wasn't really that much of a gain of yardage to certain plays. You know what I mean? Like it's just like they gotta open this up a whole lot more. I don't know if it's Kafka. But this is something they bought. You have like at, at this <laughs> point of the season, and I get that it's still early, but we understand what 0-2 is, right? We understand that there's no playoff hope when there's 0-2. One and three is that. One and yeah. three is that. There's no playoff hope at one and three. So this Monday, yeah, I don't let, if Dayball got to do it and gotta get his job, like gotta get the job done, go do it. Go yeah. do it. Like your job is on the line at the this end of the day. I don't. Your this is team. your team. I don't want him to be that head coach to rely on other people. Go out there and do what you do best. You called the offense for freaking Josh Allen. The Buffalo Bills was up there since you left. They they've been high. They haven't been great since you left. So that means you are a genius behind what you do. Go out there and do it. What is like so? Take the like. This is your job. Like why are we doing this? Like I just don't get the. The creativity just got to be a little bit better on offense. The Giants are kind of pissing me too. off a little bit. It was, it was last year. It was, was stop playing it safe. Just stop playing yeah. it safe with Daniel Jones. Either Daniel Jones is going to be a turnover machine or he's going to be a touchdown maker. Let him go. If that's yeah. the case, then let him go. Let him either fuck it up or be that guy. Because right now, you're going to get the criticism no matter what. Yeah, At right. this point, let him go. And yeah. if it's the offensive line, then come up with something where you can protect the line well, where they're Bobby doing Johnson. short scrimmages. Dude, shout out, shout out they have to fire. They have to fire. They have to fire Bobby Johnson. Sal and Monty, Monty were, were on this a long time ago. They invested. It's not like the Giants ignored the old line. They invested heavily across the line, right? Yeah. Like they, like top yes. picks. They they invested as much as team, like more than teams who have way better lines. So if you have the talent and you brought in high caliber guys and they're not developing. You got to look at the coach. So, how yeah. long is Dable going to watch Bobby Johnson do this to the offensive line? Like, at some point, somebody's something has to change at some point. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how when this happens, but Dable's got to maintain the reins on this season here. And let me say this, guys, right? And put it into a whole different perspective. You know, when we we talk behind the scenes, right? Obviously, right, guys, this is our show. But if one if one fucks up, we <laughs> hear it. Like, like if Hefe feels like I'm fucking up on something, I hear it. I hear it. Like I'm you gonna hear me, it because no, you, I'm you gonna hear to it. Stop, you told me to stop yelling at you today. Yeah, I'm like, stop <laughs> yelling at me, man. Because guess what? My my mic went down. I'm gonna hear it from Hefe, and rightfully fucking so. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So the whole point is freaking. If this is your team and this is your baby, yeah. guess what, Dayball? Go and get go fire the guy or do what you got to do to help him fix Don't it. Be the one to drag. Don't it let out. him be the one yeah. to drag the that, this period. Yeah. Period. And I understand how you know we 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 own this, you know, we own this together, but still <laughs> FA's gonna yell at me. All right, this is what it is. It's just work, right? So at the end of the day, I think Dayball has to figure it out. Like, listen, I just don't want him to be that not to say New York coach because Tom Coughlin fired people left and right. He didn't care. If it didn't work, yeah. he fired you. Like, let's Sheridan. Remember Sheridan when he took over for when uh uh, uh Spags left to, to coach the Rams? He fired oh, yeah. that guy, got that Perry Fuel. You get what I'm saying? So he understood. He understood. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is my job. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Dayball has to be that guy. You know what I mean? Fire some people. Get the people in there to do this job right for you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're the head coach. It falls on you and you only. All the other guys getting checks. That's it. I will I will say I am excited about the McKeithen move to right, right guard. I want to see what this big man has, you know. And Bredesen now back to left guard. AT. I want to see what this formation could do. Maybe we have some. Azudu. Now a swing tackle. Like, see, yeah. you know, I hope it's coming together a little bit. I hope they're trying to find yeah. a piece here, piece there. You know, like, please, please, for the love of God, let, let's find some just adequate blocking, just adequate blocking, so we can let this offense do what it's got to do. Um, and 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 if it doesn't, get Bobby fucking Johnson out of there. Get him out of there right now, dude. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm gonna say this, this last question for you guys, and then we'll wrap it up. But how important really is Saquon Barkley? Because a lot of people, we were saying running back by committee. We were saying all of that stuff. This is a game without Saquon Barkley, right? How important really is he to this giant offense, as you can see in the results? And I'm going to start with, with Mr. Glass half full, and I want to hear Hefe on it too. Listen, Barkley is a huge piece to this offense, without a doubt. Like, it, it, he is 
one like it, it's it's he's the engine that makes this he's a straw that that stirs the drink man like he catches the ball out of the backfield he's a, an elite home run hitter when he's when he's running the ball like there's no doubt about it i the thing is i need to get him back to 100% now cuz i don't want saquon barkley at 70% i need him at 100% get healthy cuz you are with daniel jones that that combo of people those two work hand in hand together. Daniel Jones can't run as well. He can't pass as well without Saquon Barkley. And Barkley, you know, I don't know what he looked like without Daniel Jones, but I assume he needs Daniel Jones too. Those two need each other. We need them on the field at the same time. And um, Saquon, there's nothing more you could say about it. Saquon's a top three back when healthy. I truly believe that. Just we need to get him back on the field at 100%. We need that guy, man. Hundred percent. Like he keeps the defense, you know, off balance. They have to focus on him the whole time. So we haven't had a chance to see this offense get rolling um, against non-elite defenses with all our dogs out there. <clears throat> One thing I do want to say, like I can't, uh, Spiro nailed it. He's still essential to this team. And I wasn't saying running back by committee, but I was saying I'm okay with the tag. Right, and not right, saying right, long term because he's right. still here. We for once, how this is built, we're in control financially right. for once. Like, right. let's you don't have to open up the checkbook for him. Um, ah, uh, I'm reading the comments and I got sidetracked now because there's a lot yeah. of comments here. But I, I do want to say, Spiro, I want your take on this. Oh, I was going to go into Darren Waller because considering the training camp that Darren Waller has mm. and the word mm. unguardable that was getting yeah. thrown around constantly. Oh, uh, uh, why are we not featuring this guy? A well, lot more. It, it's it's tough because again, I it looked like they were just off on that San Francisco game. Like there was something they were just missing. Like the game before in Arizona, Darren Waller had a hell of a second half. He was turning it on. He was he had six catches, seventy six yards. That's the kind of guy that we need. I don't know if he looks a little slow at the gates, or, or maybe maybe they're just not on on the same page. I don't know what's happened. I'll say that the San Francisco matchup was a pretty tough matchup for him. They they have Fred Warner, who's one of the best coverage line one of the best linebackers in the game and he he had a good hand in shutting that guy down and you have you know Tafunga who's a great safety at San Francisco too it wasn't a great matchup for any tight end going against San Francisco again this is the game where you need to see Waller you need to see primetime Waller you saw it in the Arizona game you're seeing every game that we win Darren Waller is going to be a key factor in all the games that we win if you don't feature him we're not going to win games Saquon Barkley Darren Waller it's easy it's fucking easy guys like those are your guys, and if, if they're having good games, we're gonna win. We're gonna look good offensively. Spiro, so, I have a, a haunting, haunting stat for you to review oh no. for me. Shout out, no. authentic. He he just uh, wrapped up his show. Some of you probably coming over from that. So good show. I caught some of it in the beginning, um, but Daniel Jones, mm. and I had to fact check this because it's so fucking crazy. You're gonna throw up in your mouth. Daniel Jones has not thrown multiple touchdowns in back-to-back weeks since November of 2020. That's I'm funny. done. And guys, on this show, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. That's and that's what that's that's if if that's not Daniel Jones's issue in a nutshell, the consistency. Just like like regardless 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 of scheme, O line, that's receivers wild. in a in this league, that is unimaginable. Let's be That's honest. Wild, bro. That is on. And if you look, you go back and look. It's true. I mean, there were only fifteen of them last year. We're talking about passing touchdowns. He didn't have a two and two in back to back games in like thirty six plus. It's. Games. I'll tell you what. This is this three, three game stretch is a defining three game stretch for Daniel fucking Jones. You got Seattle. You got Miami. You got Buffalo. Go out and fucking score some points. Go out and throw multi touchdowns. Go out. And Shit, I don't guy. think he can at this point. The, the stats is facts. I mean, this, the stats, the stats. He's got I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. That that fucked me up. Wait, I, wait, up wait it's just, fucked up. Just, Authentic. I'm going to call him an archaeologist because he just he will dig shit up Digs, and, and he will okay. find it. He will find it. But, dude, that is that is the like most it. alarming stat I've ever heard. And I'm I'm sorry, but there's no there's no defense. There is no, no, no That's Im- I, it's I impossible. It's impossible in this league. I as can't a starter say in this league. I can't yeah. say nothing. That's a yeah. crazy stat that messed my Guys, head. One, one more thing before we get go. I want to get your, your thoughts on this. Xavier McKinney's comments. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys heard it, but Xavier McKinney was asked, you know, 
was the run defense, the tackling, the reason why the Giants lost? No, and... fucking Daniel Jones can't throw multiple pass touchdowns. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, Eli's, Eli's not going to sleep. That fucked me up, too. Thank you, Sal. Uh, that is wild. That to... yeah. That's fucking wild stat, That's bro. That's fucking wild. That's not, it's not acceptable. And you got to turn it, you got you to gotta flip the script. Yeah, flip the script. That's the only thing that hurt. That hurt. That um, really yeah. shout, fucking shout out hurt. To authentic Yo, credit words. Shout, out, shout out to authentic. That hurt. That hurt a lot. All right, authentic. <laughs> Eli is shook, bro. He's shook. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> authentic. Uh, next week, I'm gonna say it here. We're gonna yeah. have him on the show. We, I, shout, I, bro. we gotta, we gotta figure this one out. We got. I need. I need. I need. I need. I need to come to hear the the, the sermon. I gotta hear the sermon. Uh, go check something. out Authentic's channel, Authentic and the Beard. They and do the an beard. awesome show. They talk NFC East, uh, giant overreaction yes. on Mondays. They know uh, their shit. Yeah. A great, and then Authentic does his own videos too. Um, how would you describe those videos that Authentic does besides react- just super oh, high this, production? Yes. <laughs> you know, like it's, he, he, he just breaks it down like a story. It's just like really just good like stuff there, that, like, that uh, nobody, like nobody is, else. Yeah. It's really hard to look cool doing what he's doing. <laughs> like I would urge anyone who like, oh, I could do that. Try yeah. it. Try yeah. to do that and talk to a camera about the Giants like that. It's, um, that's my, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm still hurt. <laughs> while, while Eli gets while Eli gets his mind wrapped around this number, Jeff, what do you think about the Xavier yeah. McKinney comments? He, he kind of said that so, he had dismissed yeah. the tackling yeah. issues, and he said tackling wasn't the reason why we lost that game. So what was think, it? What was it? Well, so after that, he kind of he alluded to you know the slow starts by the defense. He had some 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 he. Had some answers for it, but that was the quote that everybody took and ran with. Okay, you think that's a little shade that he's throwing at at somebody else, or you know, are you calling bullshit on on his excuses? Did, was he, did he kind of like slip and say maybe it's the offense's fault, or what? What do you think about the Xavier McKinney comments saying that tackling wasn't the reason why they lost? Um, I'll say the the quote that was taken was, was out of context because he went on to say some other things, but like as a, as one of the 37 captains, I would like to hear him (laughs) take a little more accountability and have a little bit of that, take it on the chin in front of the media and handle it. You know, like to come out and say, it's not, it's not why we lost. Obviously we like, they cut out, like, obviously we got to get better at it, but you just didn't real quick on McKinney. Leading up to the season, he was tweeting some weird shit. Like yes. it was almost like, yeah, is, yeah, is this dude? Yeah. Is this dude in a yeah. weird, in a weird place a little bit? And we got to wrap up the show with a fun super chat after this. But yes. like he was tweeting super weird shit. Um, and then his play has sucked. And then the 49ers game, and this is just watching it at the bar four times. I'm fucking cursing at this guy. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, and that's after he got run over at the goal line by Dobbs. Right, yeah. the week before. So McKinney, something is off with him. He's, this is his contract not, yeah. year. This should be your like lay it all on the fucking line year. And instead, you're missing tackles. You're, you're given like half effort, and then you're saying shit like that in the media. So you are like writing your own fucking taking your own bus ticket out of here, dude. Like, you're mm. how are you going to get brought back mm. or get that top dollar safety money if this is what you're putting on tape and that's what you're saying to the media? Like everyone's watching this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. If you're a GM considering signing a guy, you're looking at all this stuff. So it rubbed me the wrong way completely, even though the, the little clip was taken out of context. It's still it's it's body language. It's how he's talking. Yes. The way he is is representing himself on the field is not for me this year, man. I I agree. Yeah. Go, yeah, I go agree. Ahead. Yeah. You no, know, I, I agree, man. Again, as as the 47th captain of the team. <laughs> 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 which is a, which is another problem. He was a bold yeah. exactly. leader, though. I, I gotta be exactly. honest, he was he's one of the leaders in his defense for real, for real. Like, but no, he, like, listen, he he, he is all, all joking aside, all joking aside, be. right? He, he should be. He earned that right, right? But at the same time, be. you want to you want to take a little more responsibility, as FA say. Listen, hey, maybe it was. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy because again, I think what they're hearing is the the whispers of the fans. It's the fans as well. The fans are saying, hey, that was poor tackling. To be honest, our eyes isn't freaking wrong. These are very smart fan base tackling was an issue right so he can say he can easily say listen hey you know what maybe tackling was the issue but i think there's a little bit more taking that accountability you know what i mean it's very easy to do this stuff behind a mic in some, some you know so many cases it's, it's just no it's not that but it was also contributed no 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 you got to learn how to take that man and just kind of just oh run with that and, and he could have said it a little bit better 
That's nuts. Most okay, missed tackle sense. Uh, that's that's. Yo, shout out the chat for bringing some great stats to the fucking. Shout team. out the, the archaeologists chat. and the revivalists coming out tonight. Smart fan so base. Lucky. That's the thing. Like the Giants, even when Thibodeau was saying, "No, I'm not listening to the outside noise." Guys, this is a smart fan base. You got to understand. Tap here. in. Tap in with some of the content creators and some of the people here on Twitter because they're smart. You can't pull the wool over their eyes and say, "No, that's not." The they can see it. Like, like we're not stupid. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, so at the end of the day, it's a very smart fan base. They understand what's going on. You know what I mean? So just gotta just answer it. Just just hold own up to it. Period. Yeah. Period. Just, we, um, we respect we respect you more. Sorry, go ahead. I yeah, agree. Last yeah. thing is like tackling. You know, he said is not the reason they're losing, but everyone like it gets glossed over about how complimentary football is so important. The Giants special teams obviously offers nothing. The offensive line sucks. Our quarterback is not taking advantage when the line finally does hold up because he's never comfortable. We have average yeah. receivers. We have mm -hmm. one potential good one that we can't get the ball to. So, like, all that shit sucks on offense. But on defense, if you're letting guys run through your arms and you're giving up third and 13s and third and 15s to keep their drives alive and shit like that, like, you're not helping each other out. Yeah. And, I, and if you watch the Philly game um, the other night, was that last night? I don't know whenever yeah. Philly played. Yeah. 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 If you watch them, Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, okay? Like, just stop. Yeah, he, he's absolutely. a good quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. When you He has sometimes five seconds in the pocket. <laughs> yes. Right? And oh, when he yeah. hands it off to Swift, sometimes he has hallways to run through. <laughs> right? And on defense, they have fucking stars on every single level. Do you know yeah. how easy yeah. that makes everyone else's job? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Giants are living in the opposite world of that. Yeah. Right? Where yeah. nobody helps each other out. Yeah, because no one's, no one's going all yeah. out. No one's that good. So, I mean, the Giants are, like, just – they have to be scrappy if they're not going to be good, and they're not playing scrappy either. Can I can I ask you this before we go? And I, I promise, and, and we'll go. Kayvon Thibodeau, mm. silent. It's been very silent this season, in my opinion. Are we – what's your what's – your, What's your what's your thoughts on Kayvon Thibodeau at this point, man? Because you see him start those people in his classes are starting to make that leap, but we're starting to see Kayvon where some people are saying bust almost. And I'm hey. gonna start with El Jefe here. I'm gonna start with El Jefe. I'll be, I'll be quick. What do you I think? Know, I know we want to wrap. I know up. we're pressed for time. I'll, I'll yeah, be, I'll be I'll be quick. I'm gonna put him in the same bucket as McKinney right now, which is it, it upsets me because mm -hmm. those are two guys mm -hmm. that you're not supposed to have to worry about. We got enough. Yeah. We got enough real problems roster wise. And you can't be worrying about your stars saying the wrong thing in the media or not giving full effort and shit like that. I see Thibodeau not fighting off blocks. I see him letting, like half-ass tackling efforts in the run game. They need to fucking be dogs out there, and they will elevate the people around them. And the sooner they realize that and start doing that, the defense will get better. Yeah, yeah. Hey, KT, he just he just needs to have a sack, man. He needs to get a sack. They're, all these guys, I feel like they're all up in their heads. Everybody's like, why is this juice not here from last year? They're not winning games. When they start winning games, when they start making plays, the juice comes back and everybody starts playing better. It's a confidence thing, and and I, I maybe it's a scheme thing, but KT showed he was getting sacks at the end of last year in the same fucking scheme. So he's got to he's got to turn it on. He's got to do something. Get off some blocks. He's been getting way too blockable, like Jeff said. Um, so make a play happen. Get your confidence back, and Aziz is going to take some pressure off him. Getting Aziz back will help. And I think that's gonna that's gonna help the whole thing, man. I I, I think that's got we, we need he needs he needs a sack. He needs a sack. He needs a confidence booster, man. That, I don't know. I, I, I don't have too much faith in Aziz either. But guys, I promised that would have been the end of the show. So guys, here but, it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to end on. Oh, oh yeah, yes, that's a good note. Very good. Wait, yes, we almost forgot. Note. Shout out to the chat because I'm scrolling up for a year and a half and I got to find this thing. So thanks everyone. <laughs> First of all, for real, for real, for real. Thanks everybody uh, for Absolutely being here. Great. And shout out Chris. Let's end on a on a funny hey. note here. He's late to the party. Hey, we have not touched on Usher, um, believe it or not, but he will be performing at the Super Bowl. Some people are. Saying, I'm a huge Usher fan. Huge. Yeah, some people are saying it's because I I covered his song and did something about the Giants. You might have something to do with it. But I don't I don't buy into it. I don't even like to bring it up to be honest with you. But do you have a favorite Usher song? I'm gonna say you make me wanna right off the bat because okay. you know Fine. I'm old. That brings me right back to like uh, grammar school, like end yes, of end, like dude, like like nice. eighth grade, eighth grade when you would like have a new girlfriend every month, yeah. and it's like, damn, I have a crush on her. I should probably date her. Damn, I have a crush on her. I should probably date her. <laughs> and, that, and that song, that song yeah. was going off at that time, so it was like I kind of want to go You're over there. Right. So yeah, make me wanna.
good is, choice is the song for me plus it's been in my head for like two weeks since i just learned it <laughs> speed i mean i'm i'll give you albums man i'll tell you yeah speed, I, I, can right go on for I can go on for days for my, my my usher albums are just sitting there i could i put them on every once in a while man usher's the best he's the best lyrically the best just smooth as hell but if i had to pick a song he is, he is smooth as hell you're right you don't have to call it's okay, Woo! girl. Okay, speak. Cause I'm gonna be around tonight. Yeah, that shit is popping. It always got me feeling okay. good. He's got oh, like okay. a that's a deep okay. cut. Dude, He's got like okay. dozens of hits, dude. He's got so many, like, and he doesn't age. List. He also no, doesn't age. age at no, all. he looks amazing. Like what bangers. the fuck is that, dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, I, 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 I don't have. I, I mean, I love Usher. Like literally, eighty-seven oh one album is fire. The Confessors album is absolutely a classic. Mm. But if I'm going to one cut, honestly, man, honestly, is uh, Moving Mountains. That track is ridiculously vocally okay. crazy for Usher. You know what I'm saying? So that's a B cut. Y'all guys go check that out. It's definitely mm. Moving Mountains fire. I think it's vocally okay. one of his best work. Okay. But uh, yeah, you don't have to call. It's definitely one of his fire. Hey. Yo, oh, uh, you got it bad too, bro. Yeah, dude, yeah, like, you got um, it bad. Right it's fire. Yeah, you catch that song like you're in the shower or something, and you, you catch that song, forget it, it's over. Full performance, dude. I'm listening to that right after baby this. Baby making music, it's baby making music. What? Man. <laughs> you got it bad. Oh, you got it bad. It's definitely my shit. <laughs> Go right back. back. That's All fire. Right. Anyway, Listen, we can do that. We can do that. Go home. Put on your usher. And get some good rest tonight. But Make some listen, love. more importantly, let's get to two and two. Let's get to two and two. We We're going to have us three going to talk about our if the Giants win. We're going to do an if, if the Giants win later in the week. Look at him. He's like, really? We're trying to get a W. We need a W, guys. We need to pull out the fucking stocks here. And the public the invitation stops. for uh, Authentic, if he wants to come on same time next week, you're welcome. Please. To come your boys. Authentic, I, I need some movie. questions answered here that you can only answer at this point. But, guys, here we are. And this is – I can't even get this right because that stat's in my head. But no. here we are, right? And I'm here on behalf of my brothers, man. This, of course, this is New York Revival, where it's not just sports. It's entertainment. We want to thank you guys. Yes, you. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart and ours. We appreciate you all, man. Please hit yes. that thumbs up, share, subscribe. And on half, behalf of my brother, Mr. Glass Half Full of Nets. Speed if you nasty. Let's man. go, Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> Let's go, Rangers. Rangers season. Yo, we're back. We got, we'll talk off We're the back. air. All right. And on behalf of my brother El Jefe, aka White Jersey, aka Blue Jersey, aka Damn It Daniel. And it's your boy Eli Rax. We see y'all on the next one. Peace and blessings. Two with two. Two with two. Two with two. Come on now. Come on. Eli Rax. El Jefe. Mr. Glass half full. The revival.